Hello, everyone. My name is Abhinav Sharma. I'm an assistant professor here at McGill University in the Division of Cardiology. It brings great pleasure to speak with you today. There are so many innovations taking place to enhance heart failure patient care from coast to coast in Canada. These interviews have been produced to share some of these innovations with you. I've had the pleasure to discuss with various Canadian experts about the innovative protocols or initiatives that they have led and instituted to improve outcomes for patients with heart failure and ensure that their treatments are truly optimized. The series of short interviews will provide you with some insights into what is happening in other parts of the country. We hope that you will be inspired to implement some of these initiatives within your institute to help improve patient outcomes for those with heart failure. This program is made possible with support from Novartis Pharmaceuticals Canada Incorporated. Thank you very much and please enjoy. Hi everyone, we have Morgan Crowder with us here today. Uh, Morgan, why don't you tell everyone about who you are and what you do? Great, thanks so much for having me. Uh, my name is Morgan Crowder and I'm a nurse practitioner at Southlake. Um, I'm the heart failure consultant, part of the group of our cardiology program there. Um, I was lucky enough to be introduced into our group there as the inpatient heart failure nurse practitioner uh, who also has a role in the outpatient clinic. So it's a unique role um, for the nurse practitioner within our group. Wonderful. And so today we'll be talking a little bit about the role of nurse practitioners in extending heart failure care and improving heart failure care as well. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the uh, things that you do as a part of your role um, as a nurse practitioner in heart failure? Yeah. Um, so traditionally speaking, nurse practitioners in heart failure management find themselves in a heart function clinic or as part of an outpatient chronic disease management clinic. Um, Southlake took a little bit of a different approach on that and introduced a nurse practitioner um, for specifically heart failure management. Um, this was in order to address the issues that they were having in some of the medicine patients who had longer length of stays and increased readmission rates compared to patients who were admitted under cardiology. So essentially, I work under the um, cardiology program at Southlake, but I'm an extension of the program into the medicine program. So uh, patients who typically uh, come in with heart failure but are maintained under um, medicine, so who have complex diseases, um, frailty, that sort of thing, uh, who don't necessarily meet the criteria to be admitted under the pure cardiology program, um, they are adopted under uh, me. So I act as a consultant with the uh, medicine group and it provides me an opportunity to not only help to diurese, uh, but also optimize guideline medical therapy, as well as transition them into the outpatient setting to our heart function clinic. So we've really increased our referral rates to our disease clinic, so which has been a great um, addition. Um, and not only that, I've been able to follow them uh, within the outpatient setting. So uh, I work two half days a week through our heart function clinic um, as a means to transition patients from the inpatient to the outpatient setting. So I see them uh, either in person or also virtually for patients who are in a long-term care home who can't come to visit us. Uh, so I am able to create a uh, a great bond with the families, the patients, as well as the primary care providers um, who now also refer uh, to me for outpatient management virtually. That's uh, really fascinating. And um, especially in the context of the current COVID outbreak, doing virtual care is quite important. 
Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with virtual care amongst patients with heart failure? Yeah, I think virtual care is a great option. And, you know, pre-pandemic, I was using this a lot to manage our patients, and it's just embedded nicely into our COVID-19 pandemic care. Um, I think that virtual care offers patients who are frail, um, who have issues with mobility. Um, we also, like many other centers, treat patients from far away. Uh, so when able to utilize that hub and spoke model where patients can go to their hospital that are closer to them. Um, there are some challenges in that. Obviously, you want to rely on a good volume assessment. Um, sometimes we uh, you know, really need to assess the patients. But I think that there's ways to work around that with nursing care, um, extending to home nursing, utilizing community paramedic programs to reach out to resources in the community that can help us serve our patients better. And so do you feel that your role in managing both the inpatients and outpatients gives you a unique perspective on heart failure? And, and if so, what are some of the perspectives that you have gained from this dual role? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the most highlighted, the most important piece um, that's highlighted in this role is the continuity of care. Um, so having a provider who's met the patient during an exacerbation when they're at their worst, um, being able to create the relationship with that provider to see them through to home creates a element of trust um, and as well to see patients through. Also, the intricacies of medication titration that we see at the inpatient level that doesn't always get translated to the outpatient setting. Um, for instance, you know, perhaps you did try the um, the army really early on and it didn't work and patients ended up on an ARB or an ACE because of that. Um, and then to retrial it later, you already sort of know how the patient's hemodynamics might work or how they might respond or the beta blocker and the fatigue. So I think picking up on the nuances of medication titration has been really helpful for me um, to gain more experience in um, confidence in starting patients on medications. There's lots of benefits to having someone, a familiar face, um, for not only sort of tying up the loose ends for medical management, but also from a holistic perspective for patients to have someone that they know that they can call on as well. Uh, and so with regards to some of the unmet needs uh, prior to you starting your position, mm -hmm. what do you were some of the gaps in clinical care that a nurse practitioner can really add to in order to improve um, the quality of care delivered to our individuals with heart failure? Yeah, as I previously mentioned, the continuity piece, I think, is by and large the largest unmet need of patients transitioning um, from the inpatient to the outpatient setting. Uh, we hear a lot about patients getting mixed up in that high-risk period and that 30, where the readmission rate is so high in those 30 days after hospitalization that as much as heart function clinics try to meet that need, um, the wait list can be long and patients can't get into their family doctor or see their cardiologist. So we've seen great benefit of having a single owner in that and not just assuming that a clinic or the other provider will pick that up, but having someone who saw the patient through their admission um, and is able to follow up. So um, I routinely see patients between five to seven days post-discharge um, if not sooner, and you know, giving the, the patient information to call the heart function clinic, even if it's as soon as three days, and knowing that they can reach someone has been extremely beneficial. So I think those transition points where patients are at higher or highest risk of readmission, um, having a provider who's dedicated to that 
um, to that role has been tremendously useful. When you uh, started working, Morgan, what were some of the challenges that you faced as a nurse practitioner in the role? And um, what were some of the things that you did to overcome those challenges? Um, I think the early challenges were part of my own professional development. I was a new, I was a brand new nurse practitioner um, with no ex prior experience even being a nurse practitioner, let alone uh, working in um, cardiology and then throw heart failure management in on top of that. So um, I think professional development played a huge role in gaining the confidence to be part of teams um, and also um, working on the relationships with uh, my fellow uh, physicians and nurse practitioners. Um, I think finding a mentor is huge. That was probably my, the biggest benefit was seeking out someone um, who was um, senior and who was respected within the organization who I had a good relationship with um, to continue to develop, to develop not only in a professional capacity, but also those that I could turn to from a clinical perspective um, initially. So I can remember when I first started, you know, feeling the need to review every case with my cardiology colleagues um, to make sure that I hadn't missed anything. Um, and now I would say that I think they get annoyed if I come to them with a consult um, because they're, they're so confident and just sort of are like, no, you're fine, go. So um, I think that mentorship is huge to build not only you know, your professional self, but also your clinical capacity. Um, you know, the guidelines are also always changing. And I think that staying up to date with um, heart failure management or anything in medicine um, can be difficult. So um, attending all the updates and conferences and, and looking outside of our little organizational bubble um, into the larger heart failure community. And so as we wrap up this interview, uh, all of us are under some type of social isolation. Uh, what are you doing to, uh, to pass the time and to have some fun? Just trying to really disconnect from work, to be honest. Uh, the weather hasn't been that agreeable, but um, I've been running and typically I actually train in a type of martial art called Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I've been trying to set up some mats and get some workouts in while I'm home and enjoying that as well. And just some downtime to read those books that I always tend to avoid. So I hope everyone else is staying safe during this time as well. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your comments today. Thanks so much for having me.